going on y'all this is the get up podcast after a month i want to say it has been right Farrell. Farrell. <laughs> Farrell hit us up on our on our chat was like yo it's been a month i was like i know Farrell. i'm so sorry it's just that schedules have been off <laughs> it's been hard getting everything on spring there. break <laughs> spring break we were getting some spring cleaning in you know <laughs> you gotta clean out the bread and cells or something you know yeah. what's going on in the mind it's just been schedules man because it's interesting because it was Farrell's birthday one week then i think that same week was or the week before was mother's day i know i was busy one week beforehand and yeah. then something some other shit happened life happened y'all yeah life, <laughs> <laughs> life happened fell what's been going on brother within this uh this yo, break tell the listeners yeah I, I can't complain brother life's been decent to me you know what i'm saying good girl uh new work prospects on the horizon amen uh new 30 Yes, yes, you know the, the dirty 30, that's true. Oh, happy belated. Bam, 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 bam. Bam, bam, Thank you, brother. Happy Thank birthday. Welcome, welcome. Welcome, welcome to the, to the side. Side. So are we all are we all thirty we all, here? We all thirty. Wow. We <laughs> all thirty and over. Now the dirty thirty podcast. I'm the youngest. <laughs> you are the youngest. The group. You are the youngest of the group. Yes. What can we say? What can we uh, before we actually get into our deep dive? So what can we say that we have learned? In our twenties, and and let me let me first premise this, right? Yeah, it's passed out some wisdom. Let me first premise this. So I was thinking, right? Everything that has happened in my twenties is the decade of my twenties, right? Is the I was learning, I fucked up, I you know made my mistakes, had my accomplishments, and now the thirty is renewed. I don't know, Pharaoh, if you felt like this. If well, actually, and also listeners, uh, Ty, the, C- the uh, CEO of PVA Studios, is here also with us. Say what up, brother? I'm here. I'm here. Yes. <laughs> so I actually, I actually went through and kind of life searching and all that stuff, and I said, you know what? Thirty is different. Thirty just feels different. Pharaoh, do you did you feel that way, or has this just was this just another day, or actually before? Well, yeah. No, I would honestly say that I'm still in the. Hold on, hold on. Yeah, he's breaking I, up. Just, just to keep it going. Yeah. I don't think he's probably can feel it just yet. Oh, that's true. It needs it just to. Over. It needs to sink a little bit. Like it's. It's too fresh. You, you're mentally there because you know from 28 to 29, you're like, all right. And when 29 hits, you yeah. just feel like you're 30. Yeah. But it doesn't like. Yeah, it does. It, it, it needs to. It needs to bubble yeah, a little it bit. It needs to just. You know, it needs to. <laughs> no, I give you that. I it's t- like tea. I give you that. But it's like tea. You gotta let it brew. There's definitely a feeling. There's definitely a feeling like your youth is done. Like I think there's a moment. <laughs> Damn, dude! Whoa, 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 that, whoa! That you get this feeling that like you're youth. Dang, nigga, well, I'm no it, longer let him, young. Let him. Let him like let him you explain. can't make the excuse. Yeah. You can't make the excuse anymore that you're a child. Like everyone's looking at you like you're a fucking adult. Like you're 30, like yeah, it comes yeah. with a connotation that your life in somewhat is together, that you're an adult. True. I, There's I feel no that. I feel illusion that. behind that once 30 hits. 29, you're like, oh, he's kind of figuring it out. Yeah, one more year. But like, that's real now. I do think people have different expectations for you when you turn 30 than when they did at 29. 
So, I mean, you can still, like, I feel like, you know, age is but a number. Your maturity and all those things are how you've developed over time. And, you know, there are people who are very mature at 21. There are people who don't get the maturity to 40. But people are going to look at you very differently at 30 than they do at 29 for doing specific things. I look at myself differently (laughs) in Um, in my 30s than I do, or I did in my 20s. If Kev Krim is listening to this or does. (laughs) Hopefully you do, brother. um, You know, I get at him sometimes because... When he does certain actions, you know, I would like, see yeah. that's a twenty-year-old. That's a twenty-year-old move mindset. right there. It's, it's not. That's not a thirty-year-old move, yeah. man. And it's not about old. I mean, I get what you're saying. You do when he says like you're 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 not young anymore. Not like physically. Not like you can't do stuff. But I just felt like when you were in your twenties, it was like you, it just it was like a tornado. It was a whirlwind. Oh. Like, you know, was yo. I'm glad you said that. And like I'm glad now, you said wait. That can we? Can we? Can we capitalize on that and give something called a toast to our twenties? Thank you. Because we are drinking I right now in the studio. Twenties. <laughs> I loved my twenties. I have a little drinky over here too. Amen. I loved my twenties. <laughs> what are you, what are you sipping and, on? And like, even like, no matter what else happens in life, I'm appreciative of the life I lived in my twenties. Like I can true. say I lived. I had fun. True. 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 Yeah, man. You just gotta. I know. say, Ty. I also actually even asked that because, which is, it, we all grew up together. Um, I say shit. Like I went through a lot in my twenties before, even like before getting to college. Like everybody in college, they're like, "Oh, we're getting drunk. We're doing this." I'm like, "We, we was getting drunk. Fucking, <laughs> we was making these mistakes and making <laughs> and getting drunk and having to wake up early and all that stuff in high school." <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I was... A, we was fast. I was fast, but I, I was on the basketball team, so I didn't get too... I couldn't do... I was, you know, you I was couldn't still... couldn't do too much. I was still, like, you know, yeah. senior year came around, and then I was like, all right, whatever. <laughs> All other years, I was chilling, you know? My tw- Esther, would you say your 20s? Tw- like, what do you, What would you... How would you categorize, or how would you summarize your 20s? Um, I don't know. My 20s were weird, man. Mm. Like, in my early 20s, I was very, like, lost at sea. Like, I was moving around a lot. Like, I was moving between, like, D.C. and, like, New York and just trying to, like, figure out kind of what I was doing. Then, like, my mid to, like, later 20s when I was having a lot more of my fun. Like, I was probably living my early 20s and my late 20s, which is probably a bad thing. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I was 26 living like a college student. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, um, because, yeah, I really, I don't know. I was, like, in a weird place in my early 20s. So, like, um, it's more like I condensed a lot of my 20s into my later 20 years. But I was finally, like, there and I could just do a lot of this shit. So know? your later twenties, you were trying to your later trends. You were. I was trying, trying to, to cram up. everything in into my thirties, and then yeah. it spilled over. 20s. Yeah, into my late twenties. Yeah, and it spilled a little bit over into my my first year at thirty. Everybody's and now I'm path just, is different, brother. I'm everybody's to, like, path is different. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, nobody's path is the same thing, and I think that's what uh, a lot of people get confused about and actually get frustrated about that they feel that society has told us at 25 or you know we should be graduating college at this time and then we should be having an apartment in the city as soon as we graduate and then once we get to 30 we move out to westchester (laughs) and we have kids in a white picket fence like i didn't go to college so you guys graduate that's dreams realities (laughs) i went to college like extra late you know what i'm saying but i was still able to kind of accomplish that in that way so like a lot of people would think like oh it's like too late for me to do whatever Mm. like i wasn't in college so I was like 23, 24. True. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, everybody, like, you're right. Everybody does have their different paths. Everybody Mm. does their different things. But, um, you know, as long as you get to where you're going, whenever you get there is whenever (laughs) you get there. (laughs) So, what about, say, in a relationship, right? So, within this relationship, 
or relationships now because of course this is the topic for the most part of conversation in my opinion mm -hmm. that happened amongst us as 30s right we can officially say that right pharaoh <laughs> we can officially say that <laughs> he's mad about it now he's still like no nah, i'm not really 30 i'm still 20 29 and three quarters i actually and before i actually get into kind of ruined it <laughs> <laughs> and before even i get into that i want to just i just my thing, I um, what can I say? How can I say it before I start to ramble and stumble on? A pet peeve of mine mm -hmm. is one when people are saying, "Oh, oh, I'm 30," and like it seems as though their life is over, right? So I, when Farrell first took, you know, and said, "Oh, you know, your youth is done," and blah blah blah, so that's kind of why I was like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa," you know, because it's just a pet peeve of mine when they're saying your 30s are. You know, it almost seems as as though their life is over, and I just don't agree with that because I'm thinking like your 30s when you hear when you hear when you hear your uncles, fair when you hear your uncles and they're like, oh shit, when I was 30, I was doing A B C D E F, you know, and you're like, damn, so, and and at that at this time or whenever they're telling you they're maybe in their 50s or their 60s, so it's like that that time period. I almost am breaking it up into like decades, right? Yeah. So. My 20s, this was, that was my 20s. All this shit, mis mistakes and blah, blah, blah. At least we pray to God that you learn from your mistakes. Hopefully you're not doing the same thing over and over again because we all know that's the definition of insanity, right? <laughs> so hopefully you're, you've learned from your mistakes in your 20s and then in your 30s, you know, you, you have you transcended all of those small-minded, and, you know and not what? even small-minded, but as Ty said, 20-year-old um, mindset. I think this actually kind of leads into our RD dive today. Yes, anyway. it does. Um, because I think you that... You see how I did that, right? Yeah, yeah, I like that, I like that. Like that. Um, <laughs> and it's because, like, I he think is, that... He's getting much better at his <laughs> Yeah, yeah, they're getting, they're getting you, smooth. Pharaoh. They're getting smooth. <laughs> That's that growth we're talking about when we get into our 30s. Um... <laughs> Because, yeah, I think that... <laughs> that wisdom. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that when you're in your 20s, like, for instance, like, if you got, let's say, like, you went out to a club, you got really drunk in your 20s, right? Uh -huh. People are like, oh, yeah, that you know, he's just 20. He's yeah. having fun or whatever. Yeah. When you're in your 30s, people think you're doing that intentionally for some reason. Mm. Like, people have, like, a, like, why is he continually doing... Like, he made a conscious decision to do something. It's hard to be like, oh, I'm just young and being whatever when you're mm. in your 30s. They're like, yeah. oh, you're making conscious decisions now. And um, that leads us... Like, in, they're like, what's wrong with you? Yeah, like, why? Like, <laughs> why now you, you have to explain this? why you did it. Like, when you were, when you were 22, <laughs> you like, nobody cared <laughs> why you were like, oh, you're, you're 20... Like, your excuse is I'm 22. There you go. Right? Yeah, I got I got plastered and did whatever. I'm and 22. That, and that gives you the sum... <laughs> this, this, you know, the sum and the explanation of everything. I'm, yeah. twi I'm 22. Okay. Oh, okay, right. cool. All you, right. you say that you're 30. They're like, what? No, that's not a reason. <laughs> I have to explain myself. <laughs> you need to explain, to explain myself now. <laughs> why you were blacked out walking out of the club at 35. Um, and, and why, why to, where your, where's your family? <laughs> don't you have don't a you home? Have <laughs> <laughs> where's your wife and kids and shit? It's a Tuesday. Where's your job? <laughs> <laughs> like, I didn't see you up there DJing. Uh, <laughs> um, Are you I, the bouncer? Or <laughs> if you stay late and drink, I'm confused. But explain to me. Yeah, it leads into a subject matter because um, I was having a conversation with um, my fiance and a couple of her friends, and. Um, they were talking about, you know, they're both single and they were talking about how they are very intentional when they're trying to get into their relationships. They want very specific things out of the relationship. They, they want to get married. They're looking to, you know, have kids. They want somebody with a specific goal in mind or very specific things. 
And um, they wanted to understand kind of how guys viewed that. So the way I'd put it to the group is if you were on a, a first date, I know all of us are in these long-term relationships, so it's kind of, you know, you got to think back. But if you're on a first date and you, you, you met a woman and she was like, oh, you know, I'm dating to get married and I'm dating to start a family. How would you how would you do, react to something like that? What do you think about girls going about relationships like that? Farrell, go ahead. I'm going to have you go first because I was just um, trying to publicize. Uh, what's the word? Publicize. Publicize. Thank you. Publicize <laughs> on IG that that question of the day. So, Farrell, go ahead. <laughs> Farrell, um, um, I would I would have to say. If she said that on a first date at 30, I'd be like, that makes sense. We're 30. (laughs) (laughs) At 25, I'd be like, red flag. So I think it's a maturity of men, too, when we're kind of looking for a wife and ready to settle down versus when we're not. So it really just depends on where you're at. And then, so say that that question one more time. Repeat the question. Yeah, because I'm I'm confused. Are they, are we on a... You know, a date and sorry guys, I'm I just I'm eating some food. So yeah, Jamaican food. Boom, 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 yeah, boom, boom. So are 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 you on a date with this um uh young woman and she's she right up the front says, Hey, I'm I'm just dating because 'cause I'm looking to that or that you saying that they're they're mentally coming set the scene, baby. They're coming the into the scene uh, mentally inside set their the mind saying I'm dating this because of that or they're stating that to the male that they're on and a this date new, with. And well, are, we on okay. Tinder, are we on Tinder <clears throat> Bumble? Um, <laughs> or one of the other ones that they no have. no I mean I, I let's say let's say like a casual like social for dating where you're out there to meet people and you're talking E-harmony. to a girl that you know what I'm saying so far so good and says so I don't waste your time but like if this is serious I'm looking to get married is that the scenario that that works for this example yeah, yeah. let him let him yeah, go ahead yeah no I would say that I mean you could look at it both ways um but I would say the way that she let you know that so within the first two dates two right dates. you go on two dates and within those first two dates she let you know that she is in this relationship or whatever relationship she gets into what she is specifically looking for is somebody to get married to to start a family with um to have kids with something like that that is what she is looking to do and if she's you know if you're not willing to do that if you're not in that same mind space she's not really trying to have that relationship with you okay so i think, I that's, I think that's smart i, I think it's smart to, to yeah. lay the to lay the land of the law just because this is the, what i'm looking for yeah and, it, and this and, is what i'm aiming for and even if it does um make guys turn away or go in a different direction that just clearly eliminates the <laughs> ones that aren't ready because most of these guys, I mean, not most of them, but I'm not going to say most. Let me just say there are a, a, a majority or a number of guys who are going on dates and they're not looking for that type of like mm. that that same situation. In my opinion, I'm going to say most. Right you know now. what I mean? Like, single I'm not, guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like the single guys are not looking in that in that that direction. You know what I mean? Like um, it's just not um yeah, and especially in this day and age now, it's not as the you know the relationship word is losing um, like credit credibility. Mm. It's like mm-hmm. it's it lo- it's almost seems like all right, whatever. It doesn't seem like anything. Like oh, I just dated this guy for three months. Oh, I was dating this guy for another month. I was just in this relationship. It doesn't even seem like it's just like oh, we're we're, we're just cre- putting this title so we can just fuck for a, you know a couple months or whatever yeah. the case <laughs> may be. Trying to slide it's off. not really What's like that? a. Because, you know, at least me in my my particular situation, I don't get into no relationship unless I'm looking to go long term. You know what I mean? Like, it's not even worth it. We might as well just, 
you know, hook up and so you know. Like, you're that girl. <laughs> you're that girl on the date. I mean, but I'm not. I'm not looking to. If I'm looking to make a rela- relationship, I'm. You know what I mean. I'm going to. I will one. So I won't even push it on the girl. I'll make the girl realize, hey, I'm that type of dude that is relationship material. Mm. And if she doesn't really kind of take note on that, then I'll know where she's at. Because a woman, women, not saying that they know what they want, but usually yeah. they know. You yeah. know they'll they'll know to like I agree that women are on or they'll be like guys. all right yeah. I'm still out here with I got I got a lot of niggas in my DMs right now I'm not really trying to you'll you you you'll feel that yeah. you'll, you'll you'll know <laughs> you'll know if she's getting fed and you know taken out and yeah. she's got yeah. tons of options yes you 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 can sense <laughs> you can sense because basically you are low on the totem pole motherfucker you the yeah. new one that came in you you have yeah. you are a perspective you're, you're you're in your first meal there's other niggas who bought <laughs> twenty meals before that. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like you're on your first <laughs> meal that she's looking at you like, all right, you got to pass that, thirty before. That leads me to another thing too, and that's I why think, I, you know. Yeah, and I think I I saw. Um, did you guys watch the what is the second season? Um, of that Aziz and sorry. Um, um, oh yeah, Master, Master of, of all, Master of None. Master of None. And um, I think in it, Lena Waitham was saying something or a scene in it. One of the two actually may have not been leading with him. I think it was um, Aziz and sorry, where he was speaking with the um, girl he was dating at that time, that short, that that skinny, petite white girl or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And I think it was something along the lines of um, when they were dating. It's some some women just date to, hey, I'm just trying to go for a meal and hopefully have a nice conversation. <laughs> yeah, you know, we're because right right now on, we we actually spoke about it in uh, one of our last podcasts where we're saying like the value of like which is interesting but the value of the pussy what we were saying and how the value how you <laughs> and I'm not, I don't want to bring it back, back up too much <laughs> but how men's value is really not much for the most part because it's just like there's just an abundance and unfortunately like us guys are shit uh, for lack of a better term we'll fuck anything you know unfortunately you know so it's like hey it is what it is we'll just we're out and about but yeah. for women just as you said um they're like these are my intentions you know and if you're not with it cool you know we don't have to continue going further and i agree i i, I actually respect that they do that mm-hmm. because you're stating your intentions early and I mean, you know, for a lot of guys, you know, as, you know, especially in my twenties, that was my younger self. Shit, I could have, I could have taken a page out of her book in regards to being like upfront and honest and all that shit. Right. But you but, learn that in your thirties. But 30s I feel, now. I feel like you know, I feel like when women come to this point, and I'm not speaking for all, but I feel like they weren't, we're, women are not trained to be upfront. True. They're, they're, you know, they like to chase. They want somebody to come after them and work and in my this opinion, yeah, and not all, but yeah. you know, there are a lot that are like not direct in what. But you I'm know, wondering is that want. is that the course so guys, that has been taken over chivalry, right? This is what we're supposed to do, right? This is the <laughs> the gender or what's the and I and I keep getting this mixed up because I know like gender and sex is like one is fluid and blah blah. blah. Is it it's yeah. sex, right? Because sex you're male or female, but it, which one is? Well, yeah, well, all, sex is. You're gender. talking about gender norms. Yes. Yeah. What, 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 what? Am I am I correct? Yeah, in you're correct. Gender? It's like there's gender a, norms. Like, I think you mean uh, gen, you mean specific. gender norms. <laughs> yeah, sex is specific. Gender is more of a fluid concept oh okay all right so in um, your it's so we're, so we'll go societal gender yeah. right because it's more fluid and this is what most people are kind of on right now right so in our in our um in in, in a male gender 
uh, norm role, so to speak, right? We are supposed to be chivalrous. We have to open the door. We have to pay for the meal. We have to, um, we have to, you know, cater to our, you know, but to the woman. That doesn't mean that doesn't mean lead on. Like, true. There's a lot of like, there's so much leading on, and then the the thing. And is, we're gonna is get that, to that. We're gonna get to like, that. Well, too. I told them I wasn't interested, but it's like. You know how many girl, girls say they weren't anything or not in anything and but they go the say. opposite direction? Like, yeah. oh, I wasn't in, but I, I'm not hungry, but then you wonder. I'm not this. So guys are not even taken in consideration when you say, oh, I have a man or I'm not really for ready for a relationship. Cause it's that just chase. tells them like... I didn't. I it's didn't, a yellow, I didn't yeah. convince you yet. Yeah, yeah. I have <laughs> yeah, to keep. Like, I have to keep going. I but that's a, actually, but that's another thing. Before you go, and I don't want to yeah. hold that. Hold that. That that mm-hmm. uh, that that uh, thought that you had. Right. But it's another thing that they were saying too, and we're going to get into that. But um, uh, I don't know if it was J.K. Rowling or if it was somebody else. Another prominent, you know, entrepreneur, um, female entrepreneur, and they were saying so what do you believe? And I don't know if you guys have heard this, but um, they were saying that, what do you believe? And they were asking this lady, what do you believe um, the reason why women don't uh, get raises or anything? And they were like, and she was like, I'm going to be honest. They don't ask for it. Like how men ask and demand a raise. She was saying that women don't ask for it. And I can look it up and find out exactly who it is. But have you guys heard that sort of, uh, you know, that particular um, Yeah, no, story I've, I've heard that. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna look I've it up. heard that, but I thought it was debunked. Like, I thought, like, females came out and, like, did the study. And it was, like, not about asking. Like, motherfuckers were just paying them less whether they ask or not. Yeah, that's almost like a respectability politics type thing, even though I do think it, there is some truth to it. And I think it, it, it leads into this conversation in the idea that, for instance... For me, like, I understand, like, most guys, I guess the guys in this room, really respect if a girl were to come out and be like, look, I, I want A, B, and C in a relationship. Mm. And I would respect it, but it would also kind of freak me out. Um, just because, like, I'm not the type of person who really dives into any, well, relationships that intentionally. Mm. I really just want to feel things out and see where they go. Now, things could go to that place or things couldn't go to that place. But if I feel like I'm in a relationship with somebody is purposely directing me to a specific place... Um, that's not something that I would have been trying to um get into. Okay, and I and I think that part of the reason why some girls get negative reactions to that is especially that gender norms role, where the guy is usually supposed to be leading the relationship. So he's supposed to be the one who asks you out. He's supposed to be the one who elevates the relationship, and he's supposed to be the one who basically gets you to marry them. He chooses you. He tells you when you're supposed to get married. So when you flip that it's like role, a yeah, when you flip that role, when you take that control out of the male's hand, a lot of males are, are freaked out about that. They don't like that idea. Um, so I can see why some males wouldn't go for that. But um, also, yeah, like, you know, you got to respect it in a way that they're telling you what they want. And they're reading out to people who don't want that or who are not ready for that. And it probably makes it a lot more efficient for them where they don't have to go through a lot of BS. Well, um, they're going to be going guys. through a lot of, they're going to be kind of getting the turndowns that men get for going up to women. Oh, so yeah, now yeah, they're going to yeah. experience the opposite side Mm-mm. of the fence because yeah. you got guys who go up to women, go up to women, and may not, they may not be going up to a woman in intent to say, hey, I want to marry you. They just, you know, you're attractive. So, hey, can I get your number? Hey, can I take you out? Hey, whatever. And, you know, girls like, no, 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 no. You know what yeah. I mean? They're going through the club, somebody grabbing their arm. They, they're at the, the, the restaurant. I mean, they're at the, the shopping, you know, uh, somebody standing next to them. Because you're buying apples and you're trying to say, is this good? You know what I mean? Whatever they're, they're <laughs> yeah. doing, whatever they can do. Um, but now, I think, I just think it's the the role of not being direct in the, be- like, 
practicing being this way earlier we don't practice being this way earlier and also because people don't want to be exposed so you got you got some gentlemen who may not like it but they also don't want to be exposed to say i'm really just interested in fucking right now they don't <laughs> well, even have to the, they don't even have the pride to say that because they haven't practiced that mm. we had to practice being weasels to actually get to the get to the cookie oh yeah. i gotta do this be like that. Yeah, so that's, yeah. a, that's yeah. a very good point so we we, we have conditioned we can get condition ourselves yeah, that context is why they're like that. Like, a girl doesn't get to the point of wanting to tell you up front everything she wants naturally. That happens from all the guys she invested time in who just wanted to fuck. And she's like, okay, well, I've been doing everything to get in this relationship. And that's where guys be wrong. Guys start off fucking or start off I want to fuck and start off a relationship with the same language in the same context. So for girls, they're never really sure when this is serious or when this is not serious because the language we use to fuck and the language we use to start a relationship are exactly the same now. So then girls are like, well, I have to let you know up front, since all the language is the same, that I'm not here to just put some pussy like I want to ring in like some stability. <laughs> Yeah. Then it goes back to uh, Spence point with um, you know, our uh, the we, we played mm -hmm. a clip. I don't know if we played that clip. No, we, we didn't play it. Yeah, we were playing we it beforehand. Yeah. Um, and I feel as if there are like, I'm not saying that men settle, and I'm not saying that women don't settle. But let me, I'm just kind of. I feel like men. I feel like women have these high expectations of I want a guy who makes this amount. Um, has this, and I mean not all, but there are. Mm. You know, there and and at least the ones who. Um, the ones who don't feel this way, you don't market yourself. Yeah. So the ones who actually do, they market this. I want a man six feet tall. I want him to make this much money. Um, he needs to have this. He needs to, you know what I mean? There's all these like certain requirements. Criteria. And not to say that men don't have that, but excuse me, I feel like we come we come from a realistic standpoint. Like you know, as not all of us, but a lot of us, when you're young, life is like, hey. You're a man this, now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like Figure this shit for women, out. it's like okay, somebody's still gonna be doing this. Somebody's still gonna be gonna. They, they got daddy, or they don't may not have daddy, but mm. if they don't have daddy, they got a sugar daddy. They got mm. things that are like not um, real. So now, when I say real, I mean like that's not the way. Settle, yeah. Like not saying settling, but realizing that not everything is going to be exact. Like you're not gonna get the 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 perfect scoops of the ice cream to rest exactly the way it yeah. is. You know what I yeah. mean? So I'll hear girls say like, "Oh my god, why is he with this girl?" And she may not be the most attractive thing on the planet, but that's how you're basing his decision. Mm. You're basing his decision because you're looking at how she, her appearance, not who she might be as a, a mom or who or she person. might be as a person yeah. or like how he sees her in his life. You know mm. what I mean? He's not looking at her as just uh, an object of uh, beauty. I you know what I mean? So thing. we'll go on that, th too. that. I feel as if like when men make these decisions, like I have a, a, a client that I work with and you know, when, the, when he's, tall and mm. makes money mm. he, you know he's a, a brand manager of a company and then you know we got models that come in we work with mm. and then you know the wife comes in and she's she's decent she's yeah. you know what i mean but she's not what she's they not the think model. that he would be choosing yeah. and they're looking at it like you know what i mean like mm. got this like side eye uh -oh. kind of and like th that's why you're still where you are because you're looking at you're thinking that somebody should choose you based off of your, your looks your appearance and and then now and that's how you want your world to be you want everything to be Shallow. so perfect and like clear cut because there's guys out there who talk to women but they're not interested in that guy Life is not they want cut. they want the guy that has money and swag mm. some nigga might have money no swag and you might have to say look i said i either childish you, gambino shit you, got, you can't you can't have you, you hold know. up but i don't i don't think that 
level of womenry is as absolute today as it might have been before because you have a whole class of professional women who are making their own money, getting their own apartment. And then now they're overqualified. Now they're overqualified. Yeah, and they feel they feel like, like oh this nigga can't do this. Like, yeah. So now niggas now the chicks are overqualified because I have a chick she she works um she talks about it all the time. She's like you know, I just want somebody. We talked about that. Somebody, you know, yep. in your social network. Yep. Was it in somebody in your social life, or yeah, your or is it your, your social circle? You know, like, are you talking about how much money they make, mm. or like the mindset behind the person? Somebody who's health conscious, somebody who's spiritually awake, or you know what I mean? Like, those are the type of things. And some when these women now have more from that point that point that they have more they want more so the the, the list gets even smaller it was in um Tyler Perry's and I've, I know uh <laughs> I know Pharaoh doesn't like this too much but this uh this scene this overall um summarization so to speak is in this Tyler Perry movie where uh it was called like Daddy's Little Girl and uh Gabrielle Union is this uh big shot top lawyer right she makes money and she keeps going on these blind dates and it was really funny though because um shit i can't remember his uh this comedian's name but she went on a date with this comedian he he was dressed you know uh suit but uh pinstripe blue suit mind you and um and he uh and, and, and he was like talk you know speaking not in the way that she approved so to speak so not proper english and everything more or less hood right uh and she and she was telling her girlfriends like you know all, all these people you're lining me up with are not the the guys that I, that I'm looking for. And she also said the guys that she's looking for, uh, who did come across her way, she was actually on a date with in this movie. So of course not real realistic, but for the most part, you know something that could happen in reality in life actual. Um, but then she comes across this guy who, you know, light skinned brother. Um, it seems like he has everything in order as a lawyer, but then, but then he got a wife and kids at home, and she's at the, the one of the seats. She's about to, um, you know, give him a kiss goodnight after their date. Date went gr- well, and the. Uh the 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 uh the wife pulls up with with the kid and she's like get away from my tramp it might be get away from my daddy tramp like and shit was so funny but um yeah i mean something like that but i granted that's not reality but i just want to say it's over encompassing that it seems like that could also happen where you have as women say the ain't shit brother who don't have shit but they may go for it to try and see if they can change him but that doesn't work but then they go for the uh for the brother who got money but he's are either already got wife and kids or you know may not even be trying to play that well, field you know or I, play the marriage way there's, there's a bunch of things i i kind of want to say so um first off i i think there is a certain thing with especially black males where we have this idea of kind of like struggle love where like girls need to accept these kind of struggling guys because it's a black love thing and you need to you know accept the guy when he's low accept the guy like do you you don't tell white women to do that right like you're not like yo like date the michelle did it with barack and she stuck what (laughs) yeah struggling is kind of in quotes right like he went to columbia (laughs) and then he was like at harvard yeah like yeah his future was set he was already the first black to be something that's true come on like that's a a very like so what's old is 
So what would, we, what would we consider a struggling brother? No, but that's what I'm saying. It's like this idea that like, because you don't, I don't even think like you don't tell guys to do that, right? Like, you're, yo, you got to lower your expectations, bro. Like, you only tell them to do that down to their specific level. Mm. Like, if they're like, you know, like they don't got a car, they don't got anything. And they're like, yo, I'm trying to date Kim Kardashian. You're like, yo, bro, like maybe you need to slow your <laughs> you roll. Um, but I, I think there's a, there's a certain like, um, there's certain sexism in that where you're like, yo, like women, you guys need to tamper down your expectations so I don't have to live up to your expectations because that's hard yo, up to it, those you, expectations. Do you know what I once was having this conversation with a group of black females and they were naming a bunch of like black actors and I'm like, half of these guys you're naming are married to white women. <laughs> your standard of successful black men is not really claiming. All right, so we're just so like, fuck it. We just gonna go into it. We gotta go into it. Donald Glover, motherfucker. Let's go into it. Let's just get this shit off the bat because we keep fucking you know tiptoeing around it and blah blah blah. Nah, let's go in. So what do we say about Donald Glover? And they try to say, can you be pro black? Uh, and and date? wait, 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 wait. I just have a quick thing. Okay. So the guy who does Get Out, right? Everybody yes. loves that movie, right? Um, um, um what's not, um, Keenan, Ke- not Keenan, Jordan Peele. Jordan, Jordan Peele. Peele. Thank you. Jordan Peele's married to a white woman. Yes. Everybody and they try loves to say the same movie. shit about him. Too. No, I, I think that okay, so I think that the just majority, about all of them are, <laughs> but like I, just about all the black men <laughs> in Hollywood are married to white women. I think the reason for that, though, I think for the the reason that a lot of wealthy black men end up dating white women is because they're dating people who are in their social class. Thank you. It's it's harder for you as a black man to find other women who 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 live in that same stratosphere as you do so it's like it's like if you have all this money you want to date somebody who knows how to live around that type of money like you want people who live in your same social circle act around the right certain people not saying that people don't (laughs) act right but you know it it, um there's differences and then also sometimes people grow up in certain areas like we all grew up in westchester and most of and all of us have had or been with and it's you know what i mean so and then i got podcasts people who are here sit here and say oh you know you know because there's people who from who grew up in the city you know i would never yeah he's like i would never i would never do this i would never do that but you never been exposed and you're you're uh your interaction with white people is very limited. And mm. what I mean by that, not even at work, you at work, everybody still has a mask on. Like we grew up with these people. Like we go into their parties, we go into their homes. Yeah. Like we're in class, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's like you, you go into the bar, you're like, you're, you're you know, you're, you know, and like, Sweet Caroline, you know it's so good. Like we can, and, and it's not like it's not like we're we actually feel it. I feel that song when that shit comes on too, motherfucker. But I grew up in the fucking Bronx, but I understand the yeah. Because you, know you, you I mean? hung around it so much. Yeah, like. I've been around it, you know. So in my when I look at it, somebody might oh you this that and the third, but it's like hey, I'm only. I'm, I, I I get where somebody's looking at it and how yeah. they're how they're judging it, but you also got to look at like some people may not like uh, I have you know you remember Terrell yes Terrell and yeah. uh, Londell whatever yeah. Terrell I I see his Instagram he's been he's been he's been going to like uh, Ripawam Cisco and all those type oh, of schools yeah. when I was when he was younger oh yeah 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 so yeah, you look yeah, at his Instagram now yeah. he just you know he's hanging out with all white, white kids people, all yeah. white he's the yeah. one black kid that's yeah. there but he probably feels comfortable he there he probably doesn't even that. feel comfortable yeah. being around black people he can't go to yeah. brooklyn and just feel like he might feel out of place yeah. to be he honest feel out of place i mean i think i think a lot about it <laughs> is that, that goes towards dear white people i, it, I know we wanted to talk about that too we could talk a little goes, bit about that, that. i think that white like too. um 
in America, they see you as black, right? So yeah. they're like, you should have more in common with black people than you do with people who you've grown up culturally with. Mm. So like, he went to Ripon Sisqua, he probably went to a predominantly white school. Like, what does he have in common with somebody who lives in the South Bronx? Nothing. Nothing. So yeah. like, you you see these these black actors, these black athletes, they get to this certain level where they're at, and the people who are all around them are all mostly white people. Yeah. There's not a lot of black people who are up there. Furthermore, when you hang out with these people, like, you have a lot of, you know, um, black people who see you, and they're like, oh, you got money now. And they're treating you a lot differently Different. than somebody who is used to hanging out with people who have money all the time. Mm. You're not that special to them. You're just like a regular person and they can deal with you on that level yeah. where like other people can't. They're looking up at you the whole time. And right. that's going to feel different. And it's going to be harder for you to get into a relationship. Pharaoh, with didn't you like say something along that, those lines that like the, was it the, like the black community is like one of the only communities that may like chastise somebody for not wanting to, um, not wanting to be, uh, or I would say like kind of, uh, prog- not, not progressing out of like you know this hood mentality or whatever the case is like say if you get money or what and whatnot that uh you know the you know black community may be the only ones who say oh you know or may look at it as like as a yeah bad thing. like i don't think we celebrate each other's success with the same genuine enthusiasm as other cultures and i mean real success but i also believe that that has a lot to do with most of us are learning from the TV. Like, no matter who you are, we're kind of seeing our images of our heroes from the TV. So I think it has a lot to do with there aren't a lot of good visual examples that are constantly out there that teach us to pre success. And, and, and on our top- family systems, our family systems were broken, reestablished, broken again, reestablished. But the problem is now there is a very large intellectual black class so even they aren't really booming the black economy experience even though we do have mad black grads and didn't you say that could we say that the generation that came before us were the ones that kind of are i would say that we could decide to put the blame towards so to speak because you know they got this they, they got this they got this wealth but then didn't look back at you know, uh, I would say poorer blacks to try and bring everybody up, so to speak. Or, well, you know. well, before, before, well, before you go into it. that's the biggest issue. So that's the biggest issue. Like, if you're trying to build yourself as a people and people get up on the ladder, but then move out of the community, meaning their tax monies and their higher education don't directly benefit the downtrodden community they were already in, then it does become like a missed point. We're sending people out of the hood to be successful and but they're not really able to contribute back to a larger community. So the community kind of remains poor. The community get worse and worse over time because all the success people keep leaving. Yeah, and then Ty, what were you so, saying? So, um, I uh, got a little confused on that. Uh, state your point again. You said, say what you said. Oh, so I was saying that um, how it is in the black community, it seems like we are the only oh, community. Oh, okay, I remember. Yeah. So I, I was doing an interview and we was up a sway and Common was Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, this Common was this past week, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. So he was up and he was talking about how you know, he was calling it like the Harriet Harriet Tubman like uh, effect, effect. Yeah. yeah, because she escaped, she got out, mm. but she also went back to, to get. Mm. Now, um, I do feel that people who do get out, um, they can go back, but 
even with Harriet, even with the Harriet effect, she said she could have freed more people if mm. they knew or where they were willing or, yeah. you know, so it's kind of like sometimes you can go back. If they were aware they were slowly slaves in the first Yeah, place. right. But then it's like sometimes, sometimes you can go back, but then it's like some people who are, they, they, like sometimes when you get out, right, you start moving like exponentially faster. Like mm. you're out and now your experiences go boom, 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 yeah. boom. While somebody, it's like, like it's like in dog years, like you're moving, you're growing yeah. in dog years yeah. while that person is still in like a human year. When I mean mm. experiences, I'm talking about like certain, certain things when you, you know, your, 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 your tax bracket is different. Your money's mm. different. You know about housing. You mm. even know about, oh, okay, well, like some people don't even know when you have a house, like you're supposed to keep your, um, you know, in the winter time, like setting your, your temperature for your pipes to be at a certain, um, temperature. temperature yep. So your, yep. your, your stuff so don't it, crack. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. Like, so it's like, there's certain things that you just naturally starting to grab and be and, and accustomed to. And then when you try to go help other people or explain it to them, they're not even willing to receive or even think it's achievable. You mm. know what I mean? Like yeah. I did it. Another thing I did an interview with these guys and it was, um, it was called, it was about, uh, 11, who got shot 11 times. Um, who was it? Uh, uh one of the guys as a, was that recently? No, it, was, wow. not, it wasn't 50, right? No, it no, no, no. I'm talking sure. about a, like a unjust shot. They oh, I'm a, do Dilla, Dilla? Um, Dilla? No, he, he got shot 41. Wasn't Abu Diallo sodomized? That was 41 times. Wasn't Abu like Diallo sodomized? No, well, long story short, it was like 11, right? And it was, we did this thing with a coup where we did, we got all these different artists mm. from New York, from LA, from South, whatever. And um, most of them were like, yeah, you know, I grew up in a house, um, uh, you know, single parent with my mom and whatnot. But then it was like, where you get your influences from? And Street. it was like, you know, we saw Michael Jordan, we saw these type yeah. of people, but. Their, rea their reality was so far-fetched, and the guy who was on the street, I yeah. saw him right there, right next to me, driving the car, having the girls. I mean, yes, these what things... What was that old-school movie that uh, was a Cameron and then was in... Um Paid in full. Paid in yeah. full. So it's like you, you're you seeing the things that are a lot more tangible to you. So when somebody who has... Like, even me, some people like think that I'm... Just because I, yeah. I work with Sway and they see yeah. me taking photos, like, yeah. I'm, oh, tie you out. No, you I'm big, a normal yeah. motherfucking person. Yeah. And I and anytime I'm around people, I hit them with, with words of wisdom. I yep. always try yep. to give That's some true. type of yep. thing. I can't drag you. You know can't what I mean? Make, yeah. and, and I know experiences do I help. I only teach you how to fish. But I don't... I, I, yeah. I, I have to I have to agree to disagree that it, it, uh, it is up to the person. But if you do see a person who's just like... Who gives up. I mean, I don't blame them. But they might be feeling like they're just turning spinning their wheels they're yeah. like i'm not i think they just don't know i uh, there was like a this real quick so there was a there's an article about people taking the sat mm. and this one girl she grew up in you know like a disenfranchised area or whatever and black, her parents white, were Spanish, black black okay and um her parents sent her to like this private camp mm. with a bunch of white students and they the way they were taking the sat was like it was a job for them mm. i mean they were doing sat prep in the morning sat prep in the evening they had books they had tutors they were doing all this stuff and yeah. she had no idea people were doing this like in her school she was like oh well you know you just take the sat and she nah, she went into yeah. a different culture where they were moving so much differently than the people she was around that if she had tried to give that message to her friends and yeah. their family they would just not get it mm. um and i think that happens with a lot of people once you you start moving outside of your culture so you have all these people who kind of live around you and they're in the same area and then you move out of that and you're like oh my god i have to live totally differently yeah. than what i'm doing yeah, yeah, yeah and when you try to tell people that no you're doing almost everything wrong mm. like not like everything wrong but, but like isn't that the, the allegory of the cave yeah isn't that the philosophy like, corner where we had yeah, before yeah like yeah. you just 
out the cave and try to bring some light back to the darkness and motherfuckers are like fuck you and watch these shadows <laughs> I'm gonna yeah. keep I wanna keep I gotta keep looking at these shadows uh, like it sounds <laughs> unbelievable the to them like yeah. they're like what are you talking about no like yeah like when I went to, when I went off to school I went off to a predominantly white school like all the way up in Hilton the way they were moving was so different, different than what I was doing and it took me a while to even understand it and to get my head around what was were going not, on were we that not was me that? and Mount Kisco <laughs> yeah. I came from the Bronx man yeah. and I went, I went from a school that had like you know like you have windows but they got like little gates Gate on the bars, window yeah, and I'm, yeah. I go to a schoolyard where I could go outside and I could see Chill. a bum like yeah. I, I could look out I could just either play in a basketball court or I could just look outside the gate and mm. see life like yeah. right then and there mm. then we move I moved to Mount Kisco and I'm in middle school middle school anybody who's listening to this i'm in middle school and we have a campus campus i am leaving my building to go to another classroom what i'm eating yeah. outside like on picnic tables and yeah. shit like that but would like, you say like mount kisco what? which is interesting that you we could leave where we were in mount kisco suburban area and then go up to cornell and it's and it was different than what we were doing but we were in a predominantly white area yeah but we yeah, were in a predominantly white area in a more predominantly the black we Spanish area well, because yeah. we weren't in Bedford or oh, Pound true, true. Ridge. Mount Kisco was a more diverse of the Well, towns. like Mount yeah. Kisco's the only. Di- yeah. <laughs> That's true. So yeah. you still were in the black yeah. area. Like, my, my, there's no other pine crest. Yeah, anywhere no, anywhere else, else. <laughs> in Westchester. Honestly, until you get to Mount Vernon, you get to Mount Vernon, yeah, and Yonkers. The, the, yeah. the school will try to segregate you, right? Like we were all in the same classes, we were all Not doing the kind of the same types of things. You don't think about it when you're in the school, but it's kind of like, oh, you why in are all class? Yeah. Oh, you in my class? Why are we all in the same but classes you know, all the time? But you know, like, education. They they said that shit goes from like even when you're in elementary school. Oh, they catch you early. They start catching you early, and, and I don't even think that our parents knew that. Like no. they, if you're not doing good from elementary. From what you do in elementary, then that is how you are then dictate to what you do in middle school, your, then middle school to high school. Like that shit's crazy. Your I math classes that. in middle school may di- probably dictate what college you go to. Exactly. Like that early. Crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. so I like, I think like, I mean, what even are you like, like, what are you like 12, 13, 10, 11, 12, 13 in middle school? Yeah. yeah. Like if you don't know, and these parents know that already, mm. like if I, like if I were to send my kids to school, I'd be on top of that shit. Like, Oh, what math class are you yeah. in? What test are you taking? Can you we need talk, to be good at this. And can we talk about the dear, <laughs> white people part because i know that i i brought that up and it just seems like in it seems like in certain institutions and i remember Estai was telling me when he was in cornell they had a lot more opportunities that were given to them so to speak as in regards to um like career days and things of that oh, yeah. nature right so and even in so and this is a spoiler but i mean shit fucking. hold on can i can i say something before you move on yeah, because i ahead. feel like it'll be a different topic the reason why that that knowledge is there in their community is because those parents go to PTA meetings. <laughs> That's easily the biggest difference between any successful school and any non-successful school, even if it's being in the hood or the suburbs. Because there are hoods in the suburbs that are trash, but and also- they make a lot of money there. But it's all about who's going to the PTA meetings, who's sitting on the school board, because that dictates the whole quality of everything, now, where the money goes, how the education is, and how people in the community think about education. If someone who's in your community sits on the school board, of course they're going to tell you to send your kids to an SAT prep class. But if no one in your community is going to the school board meeting, no one in your community sits in that thing, 
No one in your community is going to pass it on to the kids. Well, then again, you got to I, I totally agree with that. But it's also to realize that that community like it, 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 it naturally just gets like like word of mouth. Like, OK, somebody who is the, the president of the high school or that middle school is friends with that person's mom or somebody's mom is the gym teacher or, or somebody. You know what I mean? They're they're already just outside of the 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 outside of school just because of their natural work environment they're amongst each other so that conversation is being spread throughout the community and then you got to remember our parents and our generation like going if you if you are in a predominantly uh white town or whatever the case may be you gotta you gotta be a different type of parent to actually or been experienced and most most of our parents weren't even grown up in that environment they came up to that world so for them to go and be the only black person in that meeting or only person it it would it it would be the right thing for them to do but to to think that they're gonna do it on their own or naturally they're just like look I'm too tired like my mom was too tired she wasn't gonna go she's working working all day all day she had to come home and cook or whatever the kids say but that could be an excuse though I also say it's like social Socializing like like students, right? So like if you if you hang around like all these white kids who are really into like SAT prep and whatever, like you look odd if you don't do that. In like, a black it, community. Well no, no if you're no, no, if you're in the white community. So like if you're in the white community and these people are like, you know, they're doing SAT prep before school, they yeah. got there in all the the, you know, um what is it? Um, AP classes. Yeah. And then, like, yeah. after school, they're doing A, B, and C. You look kind of out of place if you don't do that, mm. right? Like, if you're just not living up to that expectation, yeah. it's Every, odd. And everybody else is doing it. Where, that, like, right? in the black community, it's odd if you are doing that. Yeah. Like, if I was in SAT prep all day, people would be like, why aren't you just coming out and hanging out with us? Like, that's kind of like you're outside of because our social circle right now. Because we, as a community, <laughs> do not celebrate that level of success. Yeah, we don't find that as like, a focal yeah. point. We, we don't see that as the golden gate. But, but we also don't community, have... And even to the... Hold on. To the Asian community, too. They're sh- way stricter on their education at, in some ways, in some cultures... Oh, yeah. 100%. Than the, their car- with the Caucasians you're comparing I feel like Africans to. are, but we don't get a chance. Like, e- true No, Af- no, Africans, I, too. How many well, Africans do we really have in Fox Lane? Like, not that... Probably, like, one or two? Go ahead. Go, continue, yeah, continue, go ahead. Adrian. Yeah. No, my fault. Go ahead. Yeah, no, no. But he's right. Africans, too, because... They're the number one graduates, I think, of group, like highest, yeah, like highest percentage. Mm. So it's all about the culture. How much value does the culture put in education? Black culture, I mean, it's getting better, you know. But when Bill Cosby put out a different world, we had increased black enrollment. Oh yes, but outside of that, there hasn't really been a big. Black know that educational whole, push. I think what you kind of brought up with Africans is really actually um, a great point because when I was up at Cornell, there was a big. It wasn't like big, but there was a simmering conflict between the the black students and the like African the, students, like the African American, because there were so many more Africans. African students than there were just you know black students, mm. and we would be kind of annoyed about that because it's like you know like a lot of these programs are put to get us into the school, not to just take people from different countries. Exactly, but it's part of it is because they value education so much more that they just have all these credentials so it's easier to fill your black you know like if you want more black students in the school mm. it's easier to find africans to do that because they got straight a's they got and it's great scores the on school. the sat's yeah but and all those guys the have biggest, money too that's the big that's the big miscommunication <laughs> between the numbers and the people because all these african immigrants have come in and they came with a more whole more whole culture 
So they're actually achieving in Caribbeans too. I would say African and Caribbeans make up more of the black population in colleges than slave descendant blacks mm, do. Oh, definitely. And mm. that that we got to, to look at the statistics I, I, on that. That's like, why I always say. No, that's why I always say it's the lost people because them coming in has kind of changed the view of success. Even if you start looking at a lot of the successful blacks in America now, you'll start realizing there's a little trend. Of a lot of these dudes being second or first generation Caribbean and African African Americans. True. Yeah. True. true. I'm, I'm, first, like not as I'm much, first generation. Not first as generation much as, too. Yeah. Not as much as cornbread, you know. From Trinidad, Alabama. <laughs> no, yeah, but like, for real, that, like, that, yeah. When I would go to parties, like if you went to black parties, it was straight up like African and Caribbean music. Like oh, you would shit. get some like black yeah. music there, there, but it would be like a straight like soca, soca set, yeah. <laughs> like straight dance hall, like the whole thing. Like you get like a little bit Singing of like, plates. <laughs> yeah, you get a little future shown in, but most of it was that. Like I learned all those, you know, like Jamaican dances yeah. out there, like Pondy River, Pondy. <laughs> but that was the population that was yeah. out there because you they have, you know? they put all the other black men in jail. And then replace them with <laughs> a better group but, of blacks. So I wanted to pretty go. Mu- that's pretty much kind of what happened. I wanted to go and back. Then, hold yeah, on. Go ahead, and go. then those black men who got out of jail is why I feel that, uh, uh, like the, you know, slave descendant black person in America, when they come back, when they're looking at, when they're going to the barbecues, or they're just looking at everybody's hanging out, chilling. Like if I go. Right now, you know, if I go outside right now in Harlem, it's warm out, man. Everybody's just Everybody's outside, out right just now. doing, Everybody. you know what I mean, doing nothing, doing much. And sometimes I, I go to the deli and I look at these dudes; they're hustling, they out there, mm. sour this, sour sour. I'm mm. like, yo, if I could just change that word to like something more positive stocks. in your brain, stocks, 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 <laughs> <like> <laughs> something like you know how hard, yeah, you know how hard they would go. It's just changing. It's yeah, like these what, stocks in six a.m. with the bell rings. You know, but what I mean? that's why they're the lost people because they have the greatest potential for success, but no one's investing in them. Mm. That's where all it is. Like these young brothers can easily be focused on stocks if at a young age someone put stocks in their mind. But their idols weren't talking about stocks. Their idols were athletes, entertainers, stuff they saw on TV or stuff they saw around the local hood, which were other guys hanging out. Doing the same thing, yeah. And so then, that's yeah. really the bad thing. And I have African friends, and when you hang out with their families, it's comp- it's black, but it's a different level a different, of focus yeah. on what the hell are you doing with your life? With your, yeah, because you've been put on this earth to do. What something. are you doing to this today? <laughs> I mean, even to like kind of bring it back around to what we were talking about in the beginning. What is Yvonne or- Orgy? Yes. Or- what is this conversation yes. about? Yeah, like when she was are talking about money like, from. Because <laughs> she, sorry, I'm sorry, cause she was because she was a comedian. Was about like, yeah, like, Yvonne um, Orgy. She's in um, uh, what's her name's thing? And I, I hate that I I keep fucking losing. Um, insecure. She was insecure. Yeah, with with uh, Issa. Yeah, but Issa, like her yeah. interview on the Refix Club was so interesting when she was like, the guy was saying, I forget what she was like, but she was like, I tried to be dating somebody, and she'd be like. Her parents would be like, "Oh, are you an entrepreneur?" And he's what like, "Nah, yeah. I'm like, yeah, like, what are you doing with your life?" What and do you the, do your and the guy's like, "Oh, I do like, I don't, I, I wish we had the conversation. Oh, it's yeah. so funny, but yeah. it's her being like, 
I can't, you know, like I have specific standards in my life. And if you're not doing still, that, I she's still a virgin. And she was like, yeah. I'm not going to be out so here like, just I got, dating any old body. I got yeah. two law degrees yeah. and I, you know, like, yeah. so got, like I got two master's degrees. Like I can't date you if you're driving a cab. Like, I don't know. Like, I'm sorry. I just, you know, like it'd be great. <laughs> you know, do you. So should we, should we say, so should we say that women have to keep their standards up and us men need to rise at this point in time to that standard? Because some people will say that men have it harder in regards to dating than women do what do we say about that? well i think things are changing like the problem is now women are having way more success than they did before so it, it used to be that women needed a man to get through the worlds of life like a woman without a husband 100 years ago like she had some problems you know what i'm saying that is not the same today. But because it used to be the case, men haven't changed, and they still think that women need them in some way. But let's and go. That's really what's changed. And let's go. You but let's more. go back to. Let's go back to just. So, say if we encompass women, right? But let's break that down, right? So they said that black women, along with Asian men, are in these like uh, you know eHarmony and these social you know dating sites. Black women and Asian men are the least uh, like sought after. Yeah. And I think. I think. I don't know if it's Asian men or black women who are like, you know, I want to, I, I think they were saying like black women are the least sought out because of like, say if they, if, if black women, if, if um, your, um, your fiance's um, friend was, uh, I want to say if she was black and she had like this, oh, like had that, uh, that thought process like, oh, I can't date up to this. I can't do that. I want to say she would have even a harder time because I mean, I, I know your, your, your fiance's friend and she's light. She's, um, what is she? She's light skinned, but what, uh, what's her nationality? Wait, who are you? I don't Your think you're fiance's friend. No, we're not talking about the same person. You haven't met. Oh, I haven't met her. Yeah, so yeah. what is she? Um, she's uh, she's black. Oh, okay. Yeah, black. But, but does she still have like harder problems, so to speak? Then yeah, I think that. I mean, like, then say like a counterpart that may be like a white female who, like, well, say if a white female decides to say, "All right, this is what this is my criteria," she would have that met more. You know, yeah, more it'd be times easier, it's, but it would be easier for a white woman just in, in general, in general, right? Mm -hmm. Like, you know, what I'm saying, like, so I, I, I but there's Asian a woman. reason for that. Like, Why? there's a, there's a, or what there's do you a, think? You're the there's reason. A, is? There's a very simple reason for why Asian men are the least desired men and black women are the least desired women. It's all about the stereotypes as a culture we've built around them. Asian men are thought to have small penises and to be whack in bed. So that stereotype is why no one's looking for them when they're out on pretty much dating sites. Black women have the unfortunate stereotype of being attitude and not submitting. So men are like, ah, I don't want to deal with all that. So they're looking Facts. for the more submissive types of women, which unfortunately white women have gotten the gold star for being the most submissive of women to get with. And so it's Spanish, that yeah. cultural... It's that, it's, you know, it's that cultural raising that gives you this current problem you have now. It's all stereotypes. I agree. Totally. And totally. then so. But, but to go yeah, to go, go to go to just who I mean, if your friend is listening to this or if you if you bring this up to her, um, the CEO of Kicks USA She's a is female? no is is Asian and is a motherfucking millionaire. And I, I was just with him earlier today. Damn. Right. Just talking to him. Yeah. But. He was driving a cab at one point. He was on his. But now it's it's. I'm not saying that you should do this, but you got to look at someone's ambition, mm. and you got to look at someone's like, like, like drive. Like I mean, there's people who have drive, and then they say they're doing it, but they're just like. 
talking about it a lot more. They're not actually like, like he stopped. Uh, he, he he changed different methods. I'm not saying you know I'm not saying the the lower I'm not saying lower your standards, but you gotta be able to look at like if that's how you're viewing things and that's yeah. why you're going to be that's not because like, love is not yeah. based off of those I w- things I would you know say something just as a as a correlator to this so i, I don't right. know your pre- specific taste in women right but um if a chick came in here she was like 400 pounds but she was eating the salad and she's like yo i'm gonna get fit i'm gonna be good right would that would that interest you would you be like yo i'm gonna, I'm gonna stick with you until you get down to the i'm the not slim, well but the thing know, is i'm not i'm good. not a, i'm not attracted <laughs> now with now that's that's more of a, i'm not attracted hold to somebody philosophy. hold on hold on hold on i'm not now there's, there's difference because i'm not saying like you if, if we're talking about this person was attractive but we're saying because of their job or what they do like i'm not attracted to that right now and i'm not to say that there couldn't be i mean if she if she was like i'm looking at it like hey if you really uh, really about this life and i really liked you as a person i may not physically like like the way you look right now mm. but if you're really that serious i really see yeah. you out here pushing and working and we have things in common and, and we shit, got things yeah. in common you might be able to, and, and 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 i'm tired right, of the game she runs by the studio every day, bro. She's working on it. <laughs> well, hold on. He didn't add that caveat in there. You I, can't I, just I, add I, that I, in I, there, Farrell. No, he, he, gave me, he gave me a great, a, a good scenario. But the thing is, it's like you would have to, you would have to say someone where it's like, 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 because I feel like there are guys out there who are attractive, who do have certain things mm. going on, but they may not be the exact person like if you give me something more uh, give me a, a more realistic ballpark a- analogy that's that's no, good I, I, 400 is there a double, pounds is, is there a double 400 standard? pounds is very is hard du- to come back is there from. a double <laughs> standard a, a cab living with your mom is kind of hard to come back from like you know what i'm saying hold like, on hold on so let's let's take it let's take it to insecure because lawrence he was he had no job i don't know if you saw insecure this last one um ty no, I almost, but i've seen the first one i didn't see the second, the second one but he was living on the couch and Issa ray didn't take him seriously and um he he was he, he was you know still trying to go and still trying to hustle still trying to do its thing she didn't believe in him that's why she broke up with him right then afterwards he was able to get the come up and then after she broke no, up with him i think you're changing that story hold on, a little hold bit on. It um was three she, years Steve. yeah like hey, she was hey, with hey, him hey, for hey, a while it doesn't matter and, how long it was and he wasn't and he wasn't giving up the penis so like Come on! I stop. thought he was. I thought he was. He was. He was. Oh. Get, he was. He was busting it down the sheet. Issa was with he him wasn't for doing nothing but selling dreams <laughs> and watching workout videos. You're not gonna tell me that he. I mean, at least, at least she would stay. I mean, she was with him was, for the dick. But like, I, all I say is that people have different things that they're looking for. Mm. So like, you want like guys want you to believe in them when they're in the cab because eventually they will reach that point. But then you have. Do you to feel get like them, is there a double standard there yeah, at I times? A, I just think it's a different standard. Like I feel like you know if you want if you want the girl to accept you while you're in the cab trying to trying to get to that spot then you gotta accept her when she's trying to go through whatever struggle that is mm. so whatever it is so like honestly like the reason why i threw out 400 pounds is because like i feel like it's the same type of thing you're at the bottom right now you're trying to get back up i feel you now if you're very serious about it and you guys are like okay cool like we have the same personality i really like being with you if you want somebody to take you serious in the cab, you got to take her serious while she's running by the studio every day trying to get mm. trying to get fit. Mm. Like I, I just think it's like the same. But do like you those feel? Are different do you feel as though there and Farrell actually? I want to um and, and let me know what you think about this, Farrell. But do you think that there is a double standard when it comes to women's uh, women's criteria and men's criteria? Because I feel as though if men say, "Hey, this is my criteria. I need A, B, C, and D," is that being seen to women like, "Oh, you shouldn't do that because you're maybe shaming this or shaming." 
understanding that like weight, whatever the case. Well, is. then go ahead. Hold on. I go think with the, the double- ultimate problem is not a double standard. There's a discrepancy. What each side wants doesn't align with each other. <laughs> That's the problem. And then, what uh, men want out of a relationship and what women want out of a relationship, they don't align. Time, so and, uh, yeah, it's go, not so yeah. much a force of compromise. It's a force of y'all not ever. It's not neither side starting off on the same page. So it's automatically going to be. So we're like a, like a, a, if we bring it back down to elementary or uh, you have a, a circle shape trying to fit that into a, a, a square shape cube or whatever. And that shit's just not happening. Like everybody's thought. Right. And then now we, we also got the situation where, you know, this is the, this is the era of the entrepreneur. Right. Mm. And everybody in this entrepreneur mentality is like i don't got time for a relationship you know what i mean where and then you got women also saying like well he doesn't he want he doesn't want to be he doesn't want to commit because he wants to get himself right mm. he wants to get himself right he wants to get his stuff together and then it's like well you you got to you got to you got to give him a, you got to like understand that what he's saying is actually true to a certain degree because there's there's guys out there who will will sacrifice and try to make the relationship better and mm. not make their life better and mm. then as they're trying to sacrifice to make the relationship better um their life doesn't really go anywhere and then a relationship dies and now they're back to where they need to be so then you get the guy who notices that and is like man fuck relationships i gotta get my shit together i'm not worried about that because mm. you know what i mean so it's like we we gotta realize what what are we looking for like like are you look like we might have to we might have to break up the new world of relationships are you looking for somebody you want to just have sex with and this person you want to like marry and have business money with or are you yeah. looking for everybody on every level somebody you want fuck somebody who has this much money somebody who has this like it you, you we might have to break it up because mm. you're not gonna find you're not gonna hit the lotto that's like everybody wants to hit the lotto it's right like now. not every number is gonna line lucky you're not gonna get lucky sevens like yeah. you might you, you might you know you you get people who went close to the jack Jackpot, but well, you're not yeah. gonna. Not everybody's gonna hit the jackpot, I and that's that a real unrealistic. Is, like, is important though. Like, you're not gonna hit the lotto, and I think that um, you can. I think, that, I think you can, right? But I think that every guy, and I think that even every girl wants this. Like, every guy wants you to be like, oh, like you're gonna invest in me because eventually you're gonna hit the lotto, and it's like, well, I, I need you to show that you're progressing towards that in some type of fashion like if i see like you're moving towards that that identity but i think a lot of people are out here like oh yo i'm gonna do a b and c and you look at them you're like i don't see any evidence of this yeah therefore i i, I don't know why Completely you want me true. to yeah in, like in, if you don't got no this. evidence then i, yeah, I like, i'm like my example with the the you know the 400 pound chick like if you're still eating cheeseburgers i can't be like i can't invest in that like mm. i'm like you're not really trying to get to you're what not you're trying saying. to do yeah but, yeah. right right you know, you know the other thing is also we gotta talk about it's a different age. Like Ty hit the nail on the head. This age of individualism <laughs> and is, being yes. in a relationship is about being in a group. So I think fundamentally another thing is people have got this mindset, like if it's not perfect, I'm not gonna sacrifice and then they be forty and fifty and single and then be mad at the world and be in nursing homes. Like I it's it's you have to be willing to compromise if you want to be in a successful relationship. Yeah. And I think now the biggest thing keeping most people from success relationships is people don't want to compromise. Like our politics, like everything else going on right now, nobody wants to give the other side shit. Mm. And that's why relationships fail. That's why the divorce rate is up. And that's why people aren't getting married. Nobody wants to compromise because everyone thinks they're a prince and princess 
and they're supposed to have it their way. Their way. No way. Yeah. Else. No, that's very true. And I actually, I, I agree with you. And we're gonna actually leave off on that, leave off on that point because I feel like that is a great way to end this podcast right here. Because boom, yeah, right. Because <laughs> I agree with it. Like I agree right now. Uh, and this is kind of just going through like my own soul searching journey and stuff like that. But you always hear that in this day and age, we're all about I like our feelings. Oh, you know, it, it, this is um and fair. I know we didn't get to um we didn't get to the philosophy corner. Um, and in that philosophy corner, there was a, uh, a, a point in there that was made that in regards to like making, uh, when you have like a, a debate or, an, uh, yeah, when you have a debate and you have, um, you know, two different opposing sides, this is not about your feelings. This is about the, the facts. Like what's the, the statistic? There's a say, there's sta- a saying that I heard was that, uh, the truth can be obscured to, to benefit either person's side, but facts are facts. Statistics are, t- uh, are statistics. Like, um, you, 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 you can't make, you know, um, you can't make dollar signs or, or, or different uh, or, or uh, numerical signs different, um, you know, comparing uh, two different things or, or even com- or even having one different side of things. You can't obscure that particular truth. So um, or fact, should I say. Uh, so that actually I want to leave off on that. But Farrell, we're going to get to that. Um <laughs> At one point in time, we're gonna get it. We're gonna get it. On we're gonna get it, man. Because I, I want to know that I had the whiteboard. I had a little bullet point. Oh, there, so I'm not shocked. But this one was I'm good, though. Surprised. I really, I'm, I actually like this entire podcast that we had just now was just straight organic. Like if you think about it, that straight organic awesome. talk. Straight organic talk. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but, we went through a lot of different issues. Yeah, and we're, but we're but Farrah, I'm telling you, we're going to because I really want to talk about that. Um, I really want to talk about that um, ph- um, philosophy corner because I really like that. But in that, that's actually one of the things that I chose out of that, um, or that really stuck with me. Um, so, <laughs> Farrah, I'm going to lead off with you, brother. What's your gold star point? Or yeah, gold star right? Gold star point. I almost or forgot. sending people to the or sending people to I the. I feel like we should just fields. rehash why there's a great fields. Like at some we point, can, like, we can. We I don't can. know if we should oh, do it this I, time or. But. If we try to do a great field. We're gonna do another thirty minutes because a lot of people are gonna go to the great field. Okay, oh. we, just, we just do gold star points. A gold star <laughs> point then. What's your, <laughs> what's your gold star point then, brother? So my gold star point is I just want to use something that will lead into our flash corner. Is we become what we think about. That's my gold star point. What you put the most thought into is what the kind of person you're going to be or what your life's going to look about. If you have negative thoughts, you'll live a negative life. If you have positive thoughts, you'll most likely live a poor positive life. Mm, and then, um, and then, Estac, go ahead. Um, sure. If I have a, a gold star point, it would just be to expect from others what you expect from yourself and don't expect any more from anybody else than you expect from yourself. Mm. Um, I think a lot of times when we talk about relationships, I think the biggest beef with a lot of people is that, you know, you're the people going after you expect a lot more from you than they expect from themselves. They want you to be the the big entrepreneur with all the, the money and ambition. And you look at them, they don't have any of that. Mm. Or they want you to be extra fit, you know, have six pack abs, you know, have the and they don't know, all that stuff. It. And then they're like, you know, they have no plans of going to the gym. Mm. But they want you to have that. Um, so I think that when you're looking for somebody, you really have to look at yourself. What are you doing? What are the things that you're trying to accomplish? Where do you see yourself? And then find somebody who has similar things. Mm. Um, I think everybody will be happier in that situation, and you'll be able to find somebody who is on your same wavelength. So expect from others what you expect from yourself. I'm not actually. I don't have anything that compared to those two because what they said, I agree with uh, totally. Uh, but the biggest thing that I actually just want to reiterate and rehash is that. Um, 
the truth can be obscured, as I said, to benefit either person side or either argument side. But you need to have facts, right? Facts cannot be obscured. Facts are are uh, solid things, in, uh, tangible, not even tangible things, but solid in in the ground rooted in there you can't change it and that's what that is but i also want to leave off on that chris on this chris rock uh here. <laughs> i do want to leave off on it yeah, so again it <laughs> he was speaking that in somehow again to my to our listeners again this is the get up podcast this is we got pharaohs and we got s dot and myself and listen to this chris rock bit peace I don't get the best woman can't fucking do it can't fucking do it you can't do it can't do it can't do it. Fellas, you ever been going through some hard times with your woman, you lose your job or something, and your woman tries to console you and say, hey, baby, don't worry, we're going to get through this. We're going to get through this. I know we got some bills, but if we got to get rid of some of this shit, we will get rid of some of this shit. She's talking about you. Boom.